Welcome to the From the Terraces podcast. Lots of managers have been sacked and we've got the World Cup qualifiers coming to a head in Europe. I am Rory Fallow and I am joined as always by Matthew Keelan. Good. Um, good evening. Yeah, evening. Yeah, we'll go evening. with the evening. It probably right. always feels like the evening at the minute, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's only dark. light for about an hour a day. It's depressing. I've just ridden home from work and I... Uh... Uh, it's like really dark when you're on a bike. <laughs> it's like really dark. dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like car lights are like really t- like car lights are too bright. <laughs> like when they're like yeah yeah, yeah. And I, so it means you can't see anything but that car. Yeah, and you yeah. have to really watch for like potholes when you're on a bike, and unfortunately, you can't see them. Because so, <laughs> yeah. it's in the dark, lights, or you've been but... blinded. Yeah, oh, I do well. have lights, of course. Oh, well, yeah, we were sure that you're taking all the um, safety precautions, reflective Take all the gear. necessary precautions. Oh, no, I was actually just all in black on my ride home. <laughs> well, <laughs> then you would kind of only have yourself to blame in that regard. Wait, um, not really, young man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as a black car, really. Like, it's, you can't just say, oh, <laughs> someone <laughs> dies in a black car crash. I don't think like, it is the same, like. Well, it is because like it's like saying, "Oh well, you should make your car." Because I've got lights on, the same as a black car. Yeah, but their lights are like much bigger. Really. No, 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 no. You got mask yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually got one of the floodlights from the stadium of light like, on your stuck on my face. I was gonna say, have you got that like on your helmet? Yeah, on my yeah. helmet. Yeah, I yeah. use it as a helmet, like two in one. Really. Oh, that's good. Saves right, a bit of money, good. really, on the Saves helmet. Exactly. Yeah. So a glass helmet. Yeah, very safe. Oh, very safe indeed. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, I do have a proper cycling helmet. It's actually here, Rory. I'll show you. Oh, yeah, there. he is. He has shown us the, the helmet there. Um, white as well, so quite reflective, I guess. Yeah, maybe, yeah sort yeah. of. Um, well, at least you're keeping safe there, but you've been to another gig this week, and I want to oh, yeah. manage to uh, injure yourself like you did the last time you no, travelled uh, to a gig with their friend of the pod, Chris Green. No hilarious black eyes this time. Um, but... Uh, Managed to still be alive after the hotel that we stayed in was quite a quite an achievement from me and my friend Christopher. Uh, what? Why was the hotel so bad? Was it a, like a rough B and B type of arrangement? Are we talking no. here or no? No, it I'd was like... a well-known chain. Um, let's call them Libus. <laughs> Wait, does it sound like the fucking Libus to you were in? Libus Pudgett. <laughs> and uh, well, it was just appalling. Like we, it wasn't like the location was okay. That it was reasonably close to like Piccadilly, even though we got off of Victoria. But you know, did I say I was in Manchester? I was in Manchester. You were in Manchester. And uh, but then we got in, and like the alarm bells were ringing when we walked in, and the check-in like reception was just literally a desk, and like, mm-hmm. but like, like there was no sort of reception. Yeah, very much like <laughs> that, really, and like a fridge full of just. Some beer and like some Lucas Aid. Hmm. What then, a weird combo! No, like yeah, cork or anything like that. I think I might have had cans of like cans of cork, or any of the little thin ones. Oh, well, that is weird. Right there. Um, and then we went to the room, and like the whole like the whole floor stunk of like weed. <laughs> <laughs> it was a man being threatened with the police if he didn't stop smoking weed. Oh, in the room, fantastic! And then. Uh, we um, went, and it was just this weird shade of green that I've never seen before anywhere else. It was like, like, 
I don't know, like a mushy pea sort of green, okay. the room, but like okay. faded, like oh. horrible, like mm. basically the equivalent of like getting you getting an avocado bathroom now. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not became like cool uh, yet. Has that's it? one you of know, the like things that's of... never. I don't think that's ever coming back. <laughs> oh, so it will for someone though. Oh, like that seventies wallpapers came back and everything like that. Like those bathrooms will come back around a hundred percent with the brown wood. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. A brown one toilet seat. No, I might get one. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, um, but um, well, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was me. It wasn't. I have to say. It wasn't like monkey. It wasn't like built dirty. Yeah. It was just like shit. Mm. Right. At least the bed was clean. And but the shower room, I had a shower when we got there, and like let the water run, turned up as high as it would go. And I was like, "Hey, Greeny," and uh, <laughs> Chris Green's nickname. And uh, <laughs> I was like, "There's knee hot water here," and it became apparent that he put the heater on in the room. And you could either have <laughs> hot, <laughs> hot water <laughs> or the heating on in the, in the, in the bedroom. Fantastic. I was like, I saw two things that shouldn't really... Like, no, have, like, but come to think like, of it, I don't think I've ever put the heating on in a hotel room before. It was I put aircon on in a room before. It was before. freezing. Like... Oh. It was like so sparse. The room there was literally it was like basically we'd been to prison for the week. It would have been a comfy night's sleep if we got arrested and spent the night in the cells. To be honest, oh, I would. Well, I would have very much loved to have. Well, have I put that. That, like it wasn't even. It was like a. Um, it wasn't like oh, I put the central heating on. It was just like some yeah. kind of like heater thing. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah. To, and it, but it was so cold in the room. Like, but obviously we yeah, couldn't leave. Hotel that rooms on. are never are never like. Really uh, cold though. If anything, freezing. they're really hot. Even in winter, they're always like really yeah. hot. I find. Uh, it was it was horrific. Uh, it was just terrible. Is uh, that not kind so... of given that you were going to Manchester though for like a day on the beer and and going oh, yeah. to a gig and stuff like that? That is kind of the vibe that you want because it's like it's it's quite funny. It's not like you're going to like your us... or something like that. Like when that yeah, I mean that wouldn't have gone down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was very funny. Because we were just like, because Chris had booked it. So I was like, it's oh, pick well. a nice uh, place for us to stay this time, Chris. And he was like, shut up, man. <laughs> like, there's just no like soap or anything like, oh. in the handbook. It's just empty. I was oh. like, it's a pandemic. And, uh, no, no, well, no, they put like hand sanitizer in the lift. And it was just it was just broken. Like, well, I'll put the, I'll put the video. I'm going to run to the lift every time you've been to the like, no, There was none in there either. Like, I, that was the video I showed. I'll, have to, I'll, I'll tweet it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, I've seen this video. I didn't realise that's what it was from. But it was um, it was really funny. And like it didn't matter. Ultimately, it didn't matter. But it's just a funny story. And it's got us about five minutes. Hey, it know. has. We always managed to get And Melbourne them. were great. So, oh, well. Yeah. So, you know, all in all, a good weekend. Do you get steaming as well, I'm guessing? I uh, we did we uh yeah <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we went to, to be fair we didn't we, we the gig was quite early but then we'd been out all day because we watched Manchester derby in York Saturday so gig in it classic so early at like eleven o'clock so mm. we uh we went to some food we went to this random food place we ordered it and it was fantastic oh, well. <laughs> i have no idea what it was called <laughs> good recommendation so, go through nice your card one, statements and then <laughs> Grainy um... pad. well so, get chris too get him get, so him, go go to get him on the call oh well nice nice compromise there. 
<laughs> yeah, we've gone into the admin detail now, so let's move on. <laughs> um, let's move on to a pod that's going to promise to be a, a Saturn's special, really. We've had, um, I don't know what you maybe like as we go through these, decide which ones are sort of like written off, which ones are like have a word, and which ones are like best ever because maybe the appointments that have come in. But, um, you know, when it's international break, we're kind of like really hoping something like this will kick off, aren't we, Matthew? Because it gives oh, us yeah. a lot to talk about on what can be a quiet a week. But we'll start with we'll start with the most topical one, and that's Aston Villa sacking Dean Smith. And that's obviously quite topical because we're recording on Thursday and Stephen Gerrard was appointed just this morning. You're a bit of a, a Villa sympathiser, Matt, and keep up with them a little bit. And you're thinking of going to see them on um, on Boxing Day, if I believe. I think you've mentioned that on the pod. If not, I'm just giving away your plans. Um, what do you... my two loves, Chelsea. Them. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. Um, what do we make of this one? Those like first of all with, with Dean Smith going, it had sort of turned a little bit. They're in bad form. The second came off the back of them losing one nil away to Southampton, but earlier in the season you know let's not forget they went and won at Old Trafford which I know like kind of everyone yeah. does at the minute but the everyone was like singing his name and and stuff like that after that win and even though they lost Grealish good signings in Danny Ings um, obviously Buendia they brought in from Norwich as well and Leon Bailey who's maybe not hit the ground running yet but still a decent player and I don't know maybe, did he need more time or do you reckon it was the, the right time for Villa to write him off no, I, I think Smith had had, to be honest, I think he had enough in the bank to to earn at least till Christmas, I think. Yeah. Like, they're not going to get relegated. Like, they're not. Like, there's far worse teams than them. <laughs> very true, very true. And, what, 15th, I think? Um, ah, no, a couple yeah, of wins. Around about that. They, they like, have a couple of wins. There. But a couple of wins, you'd be like 8th. And like it's fine margins, I think they've got them. They've not been humped. Do you think and timing like, as well in national break? Yeah. This is you know as the trend has suggested. This is when clubs often make. I feel like when Sunderland were in the Premier League and we sat managers, it often came around international breaks. As oh well. yeah, good it opportunity to regress. But I, I don't know. I, I feel a bit from because I think he's done a. Re- he's obviously done a really good job there. Um, he seems like a decent guy, and obviously it's like. He's Villa, and I, I don't know. I just think maybe they could have given half a dozen more games. I think. Yeah, I think there was maybe a bit of thinking of let maybe has took us as far as we're going to go. I get that. I do. And do we, I do, do, do we want? That. Do we want them to leave now before things really turn? Because mm. actually, even from the reaction I've seen, which is admittedly just on social media, it kind of has been this is the right time, and like, yeah. and like everyone's been like more. Yes, get in. He's gone, and more. Oh, it's quite sad. Thanks for thanks for the memories, like what everyone says. And stuff yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. I mean, that's fair. I don't mean I don't watch them every week, do I? And uh, looking outside, I just I, I I thought, oh well, it seemed a bit harsh, given that they've then had to go out and like pay for a replacement. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like someone yeah. came. Oh, he's available. Like, oh, Gerard's available. Yeah, like Conte with, with Spurs. Right, yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. know, like. Fair. Hopefully, we can get him as our manager. <laughs> no comment. Um, well, I think <laughs> as well for making the the change right now for Villa as well. Looking at the games coming up, they've got Brighton, who are obviously doing really well. They've got Crystal Palace, who are in really good form. Then they play Man City, yeah. Leicester, and Liverpool, which is a really tough start for Steven Gerrard. But maybe you want to make the change again, going back to what I said before, before it gets worse, and hoping. The new manager can inspire them a little bit, but what do you reckon of Gerard coming in? Um, obviously, really good 
job at Rangers and when you know winning the title with with Rangers and my everyone goes on about being a two horse race, but Celtic were absolutely bossing that oh, league. Yeah. They had an unbeaten season, which is hard to do at any level, and being quite good in Europe as well, which is kind of the barometer, isn't it? And what yeah. you judge them on and. I don't know. I think I'd be quite excited if I was a Villa fan. Gerard coming in. It's something something uh, it is something different to be excited about, isn't it? Yeah, like he's not they've not just gone and got like Eddie Howe, for example. <laughs> we'll come <laughs> on to that. We'll come on to that. <laughs> um, the, um No, I I I think obviously he's done a good job. I don't really watch much Rangers, but he's he's obviously done a, a good job there given how but Selig have won the league nine years in a row. Yeah. And uh, they, they romped it last season, Rangers. And he, as you say, they've done well in Europe. They've had some big results and big away results in Europe in the yeah. Europa League, haven't they? Um, but I, I think he'll do well. To be honest, I think he's he's clearly going to be a, like a successful manager. Yeah, he's took a big challenge on his first job, and this is a big it is a big step, really. Not into I know people are going on about all oh, the club size of the club. Like, we're not can't be asked to go into that. But it's like. This is a bigger challenge, I think. Oh yeah, um, in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, he's, it was difficult at Rangers to, but he only he had to, like basically overtake one team in in uh, Celtic. Whereas I think now they're not going to get relegated, but it he can't just go there and finish sixteenth. He's got to no. like, really he has to give them something to get excited about for next season. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think you'll probably you'll do well. I, I do. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think you'll I think you'll do all right, and he's yeah, obviously. <laughs> and he's obviously well. He's obviously looking at the Liverpool job as well because many pointed out his contract ends at the exact time Jurgen Klopp yeah. ends as yeah. well at Liverpool. Did you see so Liverpool have posted about it on the website? Oh, have they? Yeah, they did a tweet saying Liverpool legend uh, Stephen Gerrard's been appointed Aston Villa manager, which I thought was a bit weird. Like, like just just retweet us, a quote tweet it with like no, they did of their own Stevie tweet or something like they did that. Their would be own the... tweet and then an article about it. That's really which I weird. thought was odd. That's international break stuff, that is, that we've got not oh, got enough stuff going up on the website yeah. this week. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's get an article out of this. Yeah, we maybe sympathise a bit with them now. Um, well, another Premier League sack in at the weekend was, came on Saturday night, Daniel Fark getting binned after Norwich won and uh-huh. after your prediction, Matthew, was broken that Norwich won. I know, broken out of my heart. And your heart as well. To be fair, though, let's let's go back to to that prediction before we get into Daniel Fark. And um, for those who who, who, ha- who didn't hear earlier in the season, Matt said that Norwich won't win a game until March. But to be fair, to you, you did say it would be like a two-one, two-nil type game, and right. the one-two-one. And yeah. we did say it would be against like a Brentfordy sort of yeah, side yeah. as well. Yeah. So even so though, basically spot on, really. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, <laughs> the weird like, I put it on each way. Like, yes, exactly. prediction was each way. Like, you win like £3.50 for your prediction. Yeah, yeah. Is what we're yeah. saying. <laughs> of profit, of profit, not an overall return. Oh, absolutely. Um, but hilarious, though, that he, like, this is a, like... Are we writing off the Norwich board for the for the timing of this? Apparently, they made their mind up on Thursday that they're going to we'll make. Men, then? Yeah, exactly. Like, but we don't <laughs> want to disrupt the team, and it's like, well, why don't you think? Right, we're not going to like say anything to them, but if we don't get a result at Brentford, that's it. If we get a win, then they go away for the international break. They regroup after that. I don't, I don't know what Norwich's games are after, but maybe that inspires a little bit of confidence and they go on a run after that. But 
No, Daniel Fark, bless him. He's like all smiles and he was like fist pumping to the away and after and like the Norwich fans singing his name and stuff like that. And <laughs> it kind of throw, like you've got all this good feeling that you can have over that international break. And then you kind of just bin it, don't you, by doing that? And it makes you look. I know they've got like the, um, the sporting director and, and stuff like that who's quite highly regarded, Stuart, Stuart Weaver, I think I think he might be called. Nicky Weaver. Yeah, that's what he's up to now. The, the former <laughs> Manchester City uh, playoff winning goalkeeper. Absolutely. It just, and, and they've said all this stuff like, we're not going to go for a Steve Bruce, like Sam Allardyce type. We want to go someone who fits our model. And that's all well and good, but... You kind of show yourselves up a bit with the timing there, I think, yeah. don't you? I, feel, I do feel sorry for Daniel Fark here. Well, I do, because uh, he's been hammered. I mean, they've been rightly hammered all season. Yeah. for being shit. But, like, they've gone away, won a, a game away from home. And then he's he must, he must have been sat, sat in the crowd like the sporting director, like, watching him fist bump me away and being like... Ooh. Uh, well, apparently, um, some of the, yeah, the camera went on some of the directors. I didn't say this, but in an article I was reading, the it, was like, first, like, it said <laughs> this explains that, um, yeah, the concerned look that like Delia Smith and people like that had on their face because they maybe knew what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, our beef going like two tend to fall into oh, bits too, too dry. Oh, <laughs> no, oh, Delia, oh, fucking hell, beef, you're right. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, casserole, you're right. <laughs> I've got I've got a big stroke in this look for the minute actually. Ah, nice that after this I'll yeah. be round. I'll be round yeah. next week, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring some round. I'll leave it on the step. <laughs> Take some of Daniel Fark, cheer him up. Eh, now what you should do. Now that he's out of work. Um but Lampard apparently coming in for Norwich and I don't know, like Lampard's a funny one, isn't he? He did a all right job at Derby. Was kind of quite lucky with his Chelsea connections and the fact that he got hey. the likes of Mason Mount on loan, and then oh, they had yeah. Harry Wilson as well. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then you look at Chelsea and started off well, but I think he's more far much more of an unknown quantity than Steven Gerrard is. He's far yeah. less proven. And if I was a Norwich fan, I'd be like, that's quite exciting. It's a name, and maybe it freshens things up. But I don't know. I don't know if that's much of an upgrade on Fark, but maybe they just need a change, and that's as good as anything. Maybe, I, I, maybe they're planning for already planning for like seasons to come I don't know yeah maybe um, I, I think with <clears throat> with Lampard it was obviously much better when he didn't have the money um, mm-hmm. and he was working with what, sort of what he had and it's probably what he's going to be doing at Norwich so maybe that's the that's the thinking um, he did he did alright at Chelsea the first season he did pretty well and then as soon as he had he bought the wrong players didn't he really yeah. and However many of them he actually bought, we obviously don't know. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, I'd be, I guess I'd be excited, you know, if, if Lampard was going to be a manager. Uh, Lampard and Gerrard appointed pretty much in the same. Does this mean Paul Scholes is going to have to go manage someone out wide? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's going to have to manage someone like left field. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is the joke going around, isn't it? Like, is can um, Gerrard and Lampard both be accommodated in the same relegation battle? <laughs> relegation battle, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Lovely bit of business. Is maybe Lampard being sent in just to like look after Billy Gilmore as well, since he's having like a sad time at Norwich as well? He's not like, having a good time, is he? <laughs> he's yeah, on the bench, unused sub in that win over over. Brentford and I don't know maybe they just think well he's on loan from Chelsea we need a Chelsea legend to come in and right. inspire yeah. him it's a bit drastic man just, it is just yeah. Him back, like. yeah exactly well apparently that's what might happen in, in January he might get sitting down with Daniel Fark like 
I'm sorry, but uh, you know, we really do need someone to come in and look after Billy. <laughs> so, Daniel Fogg, a man born with the wrong voice. Oh, hilarious voice. said yeah. in his hilarious voice, you would have been very upset Absolutely. about that. And then he's oh, you will. Redundo, no, Redundo for him, big Redundo as well. Uh, oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he does. I'm sure like, he'll get a championship job soon enough. Or maybe he'll oh, maybe, maybe, maybe leave. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who you might be referring to then. Um, quickly, another managerial appointment was the replacement of Steve Bruce. Eddie Howe came in at Newcastle. Again, like a lot's been said about this already. And I think it is, you know, to look at it maybe a bit more neutrally as, as best I can. Quite interested to see what Eddie Howe does at a much yeah. bigger club than Bournemouth. With- yeah. You know, Bournemouth did actually have quite a bit more money, but obviously he's going to have a bigger budget, far more expectation, and comes into it in the middle of a relegation battle. But this is just a manager that could have probably appointed under Mike Ashley as well. Yeah. And and I know, like, we're, we're never going to... Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And I, I know that we're never going to get, like, some of the names linked with the job, and that was obviously very far-fetched, but... I just I think Eddie Howe is very unproven for that level of expectation and, and stuff yeah. like that. And he could build Bournemouth in his own image. And if I was a Newcastle fan, I'd maybe be a bit... Yeah, it's probably an upgrade on, on Steve Bruce. I get that. But I wouldn't exactly be, you know, clicking my heels and jumping for joy just yet. I think it's an upgrade in terms of they're probably going to play better football. Well, nicer, more attacking football, I'd yeah. imagine. Um, but he, he's not going to be... He won't be gifted the time that he maybe had at Bournemouth. Yes. Um, if Bournemouth had come straight back down, it doesn't matter. Like he didn't, you know, he'd have been still. He'd have just kept his job. Wouldn't it? it would have been very much like an Norwich situation until they've sacked. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs an instant sort of impact at Newcastle, really, and it's not. It's going to be very interesting if they lose, you know, if they don't get a win in the next three or four because their Christmas fixtures are horrific. Yeah, well, he does have quite a good run of games. They've got Brentford at home. In well, Brentford have gone break. right off the boil, haven't they? So. Yeah, like if you want to pick someone, that's who you'd probably yeah. choose. The go away at Arsenal after that, which is probably a bit of a freebie, especially given the form Arsenal are in, and then two teams who are around them in Norwich and, and Burnley, who if you get six yeah. points from them, everything changes and we'll probably need six points because, as you say, at Christmas they play Leicester, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, and then it doesn't really ease up until they've got a run of Everton, whose form, to be fair, might have turned around by then. Yeah. Southampton, fairly unpredictable, and, and then Watford as well. So... There's points to be gained there, but I think you're right. I think he does need to get off to a really good start. But the players, you know, I think defensively they're not very good, Newcastle. But it's, it, I think the thing is with them is, is what many say is true. If Callum Wilson stays fit, he will score them enough goals to, to keep them up. And with a more attacking manager, that's probably yeah. the hope as well. He probably will, and maximum probably um, five as well. Yeah. Playing under, right under him. Um, that's enough though now can we stop talking about it <laughs> yeah. yeah I think we've been level headed <laughs> enough there let's move on uh, quickly before we go to the break our our good friend friend of the pod Neil Warnock has left Middlesbrough we don't know for the fucking hell nearly alright left after a 1-1 draw away to West Brom and obviously this had been sorted out but before the, the game he, he knew he was going and already had Chris Wilder lined up and I think that 
is like that's good business from Barrett. Like oh, that's just amicably here we go. It's it's gone as far as it can. We're not going anywhere. Chris Wilde's available, wanting to come in. He has a bit of money for you, Neil. Like didn't seem to be any animosity from like either party oh, no. in this, did then? No. That is certain. We've talked about is this an upgrade or not? That is certainly an upgrade, and you would be quite you would be really pleased with that if you're a Barrett fan. I think. Oh, that's a great appointment. Like you'd be looking at them now, um, Middlesbrough thinking about playoffs maybe because like, yeah, yeah. Wilds great. You like obviously things went a bit wrong at Sheffield United in the end. Mm-hmm. There was a few weird developments, I think. Um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's great. Yeah, agree. But sad for Neil. But you know, maybe maybe he'll be back for for one last. Will he have a last hurrah somewhere? Um, yeah. Well, who's who's struggling in the championship at the minute? Maybe. What about Preston? Preston. Uh, Preston have improved a little bit Hull. recently, haven't they? Hull. Yeah, they're getting quite um, dissatisfied with Grant McCann, mm. aren't they at all? So yeah, that'd be a good one. It, but it's a shame. Like, there's no one because he lives in Cornwall, doesn't he? The nearest team of Plymouth, and Plymouth are doing quite well, they're so they're really not going to well. like bring him in. Um, Bristol City, what about, Bristol Rovers. What about Plymouth? What, who's Plymouth now? What about, right? So Plymouth doing really well in League One in March. Yeah. And someone comes in for their manager. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Who who would come in for them for them though? Because that's interesting. Like, like, like QPR. QPR. Yeah, QPR who like are on the verge of the playoffs, maybe. No, no, they've dropped like the need, like uh, okay. The need. okay. They've gone they've gone for right, we're gonna get the, the the manager of the season in League One so far we're going to yeah, play yeah yeah and then Plymouth like shit like what are we going to do here Neil do you fancy uh, coming <laughs> in and getting us to uh, getting us into the championship helicopter like, in the games helicopter in and he, there he is in Cornwall thinking ah go on go on then or what about if QBR in relegation Bobber obviously former manager well, got them in the Premier League oh. Neil Come in for one last job, they get relegated with them. There. Yeah, they don't win again. Legacy ruined. Oh, well, on that image of Neil Warner getting bottled off at Loftus Road, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to look ahead to a few of the games in Europe in the World Cup qualifying. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the From the Terraces podcast. Before we look ahead to the last round of World Cup qualifiers in Europe, we would like to remind you to go to fromtheterraces.co.uk. Use the discount code BESTEVER10. That'll get you 10% off all your lovely gear, which I've took delivery today, Matthew, of the new From the Terraces t-shirt. The, um, the ho- I think it might be called the Home and Away shirt. The white one with the... Closer each day. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll let you know at a different time. It's a lovely shirt, though. It's one of the new ones. Um, I should have really looked that up before we we started. Um, this, <laughs> yeah, I know, really good. I mentioned exactly what it was actually a few weeks ago, so just go back and find oh. that episode. Um, but yeah, a lot of the new gear is in and ready to be shipped now. Big Boss Chris has let me know, and it came and got delivered to my door today. So very excited to to wear that. Might might actually save its first wear for an away game as well. Wear it in true oh, from the yeah. style. 
um, Cambridge United uh, a couple of weeks on Saturday. If I can, if I can continue, you're going to that one, aren't you? I am. Yeah, not in standing though. I had to go for seats because of. Um, I'll tell tell you about this off air. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not not a conversation for now. Um, and it's like if like me, you are going to be boring and stay in this weekend because you think in the middle of the month Christmas is is coming up. Um, why not go to Port Beer House and get some lovely beers in from there, or go to PortBeerHouse.com and use the discount code. FTT Fiverr, that'll get you five pounds off when you spend twenty-five pounds or more. Right, international break this week, Matthew. Yeah. This is this. To be fair, though, I think is like the best kind of international break because these games are meaningful, especially with yeah. Like I was having a look through, and you've got a lot of teams in the second places at the minute who are teams we've not saw at World Cups for a while. We'll, we'll start on, on that on that theme, I think. And uh, Scotland are looking to get into the playoffs, yeah. despite stuttering. Um, currently second in the group, and they're playing Moldova away, but then a tough game against Denmark, who have already qualified, Ooh. to be fair. So, you know, maybe a bit of rotation, a bit of experimenting, but they have won literally every single game in qualifying. Obviously, we're in the semi-finals of the Euros as well, so it'll be a tough game regardless. Um I just don't know. I feel like I feel like we said this on the last time we talked about international fixtures. The typical Scotland thing to do would be to like <laughs> beat Moldova like two 0 not like absolutely batter them, but like get the confidence up a little bit, and then be beating Belgium like one nil with fifteen minutes to go and lose two one and end up finishing third. Collapsed. Like yeah, that that yeah. is like. Yeah. I don't like to say it, but I feel like that is going to happen. Yeah, something like that. Or, like, lose at Moldova and be out and then hammer Denmark. And <laughs> 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 just say scoring every goal, like... Steve Clark, very <laughs> exasperated on the touchline. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry lads. Um, who is it who are chasing them? Or oh, Israel, who um, they did yeah. beat, obviously, when Ali McCoy got very excited in the last round. Yeah, of to be fair, they've got four points on on them, so they would just need potentially that win against Moldova and then a slip up from Israel, and then maybe they would just need them. a point. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? And then this is what I'm saying about the teams that finish in second. If you if you get a lot of these teams in playoffs, you've got the likelihood we're going to see some teams you haven't seen at the World Cup for a while. Um, in Group G, Norway are currently second oh. um, by two points. They've got Turkey just behind them so you know it'd be nice to see maybe them get there as well especially especially with Erling Haaland as well you want the, the best players in, in the world at the World Cup if if possible from a neutral perspective they'll have, um, they'll have Turkey just in front of them in uh, about six weeks time when they're tucking into their Christmas <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's so much better than I that no I was going to also I was going to say <laughs> I forgot that, uh, that Scotland haven't qualified since 1998 when of course Ali, Ali McCoist famously led them to the <laughs> yes of course of course that if, uh, there's a joke that's not an inside joke because it was on a podcast but it was on a different podcast about 18 months ago as well so yeah, if you get that, but I thank you thank you for being so loyal um, to, to both yeah. of us and also um, go and have a word with yourself if you can. <laughs> yeah if not for listening to it at the time but for remembering it yeah if you, if you laughed at that like go and take a look in the mirror um, absolutely um, but an, an award nominated podcast nonetheless so um, no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely fair enough sure. 
Um, speaking to just stay on that thing with the teams in, in second place, looking to maybe nick a place in the playoffs. Um, North Macedonia, they got obviously to the Euros as well. And um, they're currently second. They're playing as we speak, actually. They're playing Armenia. And then they play Iceland, who are currently second bottom in that group. Um, and I'm just having a look now. They're 2-0 up at halftime against oh, Armenia. Wow. So really good chance of them getting that that second place and um, Goran Pandev maybe I don't know if he's retired maybe he'll come out for one last heist as well like uh, what about <laughs> Neil Warnock doing but that again as much as wanting the sort of best players in the world you want the sort of not minnows because you've qualified for the World Cup for God's sakes it's only thirty two teams but you want those yeah. sort of ones that haven't been there very much and that's what makes it exciting and quite interesting so hopefully they hang on to that. 2-0 lead tonight and then can get the business done against Iceland and get themselves in playoff contention. Um, also a little interesting game as well at the top of, I think it's Group A, is Italy versus, sorry, Group C, Italy versus Switzerland. Level on points, first versus Hello. second. Italy only top on a goal difference. They're only two goals better off as well. So their previous meeting as well earlier in the group stage was a nil-nil draw. So Switzerland maybe could upset things again. I know Italy are obviously the European champions, but that could be a tasty one, couldn't it, Matthew? Switzerland, like they do like to cause an upset as well. Yeah, um, did you say that was nice? That one is, I didn't, I don't know when it was. That oh, is, well, no, no, it's, no, it's tomorrow, it's Friday night, quarter of it. Oh, great. But, um, yeah, it could be interesting that then, because Italy have obviously been lost in the nations lead to Spain, didn't they? Yes, so, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, be two so one. maybe, I don't know, maybe Switzerland are fancy, fancy in a. Are they both? Does only one qualify from every group? Is that, is that right? And then second goes into the playoffs, if I've right. remembered so, rightly. Uh, well, I think so, anyway. Uh, I hope this is right. Wrong. Well, let's just say. Because it's like the second half of the pod on this, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Well, yeah. Well, let's just say they do. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, no, well, Switzerland has been known for kind of getting in the way of this. If they yeah, get, yeah. get a point of Italy, that would be a, a big plus, wouldn't it? Hey, very good. Very nice. Well, of course, knocked France out of the World Cup as well, so it's um, it's not beyond them. After the, the games after this, Switzerland play Bulgaria, who are third, and Italy have the easier game against Northern Ireland, who are only on five oh, points right. at the minute. So, you know, they're coming up against, you know, a team who have a lot of, like, League One footballers, to, to put it kindly. Yeah. I, think the, I think Mancini's <laughs> men will be fancying themselves against Northern Ireland, is fair to say. But then again, Bulgaria, not many, like, great shakes. They've only got three more points the Northern Ireland in that group as it stands um, let's go on to a bit more home nations chat um, we'll, we'll leave England till the end Matthew so you can get a bit of fume out to end the pod I'm sure um, Wales are also looking to try and snatch a playoff place as well, they're currently third in their group, um, what group are they in again, I just had that up and I've lost it again so I'm filling oh, for no. time here. Uh, are they in Group E? E. Group E. They're level e. points. With. E. I forgot what group it was. <laughs> they are joint um, second, um, level on points rather, with Czech Republic, who are currently in second place. Um, home games again, both, both at home as well. So good atmosphere is there against Belarus. 
and then Belgium, which will be quite tough. But again, Belgium might have qualified there. Do we do we see Wales maybe nicking that playoff place and then going on to their first World Cup since about what nineteen fifty four or something? <laughs> I um I don't know. I watched Wales in the last break and played someone shit away in one one nil, and they were really quite like unconvincing. Uh, so they're gonna have to do better than that, to be honest. Um, but let's say. The, you know that massive Welsh atmosphere and the, the togetherness, together stronger of Wales will uh, <laughs> will carry them over the line because I want them to. So I'm going to say that. Yeah, will. exactly. We're, we're we're sympathetic to to Wales quite often, um, just like for for no no reason really, just quite absolutely like no reason whatsoever. Um, Czech Republic, who are above them, to be fair, have played a game more. They've only got one right. game left to play. So if Wales do go and win that game, then they're very much in the driving seat. Well, it's it's, it's yeah. all in their hands still well, at the moment. So let's we'll cross <clears> our <throat> fingers for Wales to, to nick a playoff place. Or who knows, maybe even nick that a bigger ask given their five points behind Belgium, but maybe nick that first place. And we'll end, of course, with England, who could secure Thanks for their place. Qatar 2022. They're playing Albania. Um, on Friday night at home and a win will see them all but qualify as the play San Marino after that and they'd only need a draw to guarantee qualification um, England beat Albania 2-0 previously but Albania themselves are chasing second place so they'll very much have in the two points behind Poland so point maybe wouldn't be the end of the world but they're probably going to have to go for the win but I think if Albania go for the win that does probably if we're being fair play in England's hands a bit doesn't it Matthew if they open things up a bit yeah you'd think so I mean uh, I know he famously played the old two holding midfielders didn't he to make sure that they got the win against Albania away from them. <laughs> um yeah, they've got to win, really. I, I, I was looking at England's group the other day. Albania really going to have to win that game. Yeah. So uh, you, you'd be expecting England to pick them off, I guess, if they come out if they come out England Wembley, the fabled big Wembley pitch. Um, <laughs> and yeah, with England missing a few players, I guess. Uh, Mason Mount not in it because he's had his wisdom yeah. teeth out. I don't know, yeah. I, um, <laughs> Which is like a fair enough reason, to be fair, but it is still quite funny. <laughs> it sounds quite funny, yeah. Um, and then obviously Declan Rice has pulled out as well. Yes. Um, and Smith, I think, has come in for the squad. Who, deservedly so, by the way. Yeah, well, I was, been... he must have been listening last week, I was saying. <laughs> uh-huh. he, like, I watched the game uh, Arsenal against Watford on Sunday and I didn't realise before but his work race as well yeah, Smith good, just dropping back and like winning tattles and like getting in the way aside from like the attacking stuff that we all know about I was like fucking hell you are quite well rounded like already he's like, really good you've yeah. got the potential to be like in that obviously a different type of player slightly but in that Raheem Sterling bracket and, and, yeah, and yeah. go a bit further than than you already are and I know that's kind of Arteta's plan for these players to grow with the club and stuff but yeah I'd like I'd, I'd like to see Smith Rowe involved in at least one of the two games because he, he really has earned it yeah I mean I mean obviously the game is probably going to have more well will have more right than it is tomorrow but the, the Albania game but the Tuesday is it Monday or Tuesday at San Marino? Like, if you're giving them a debut against them, it'll be like, yes, 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he did rude. rotate things, didn't he, against Andorra, to be fair, Southgate. So you would yeah. expect he, he, he would do that again. Yeah, like the, whoever's the third choice keeper will play and you'll get like, like Kane's not going to play in that game. Yeah, didn't Sam Johnston play against Andorra? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it could be an opportunity yeah, for Ramsdale like, yeah, as well. Like actually, Samarine, worse. yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. At least Andorra have got like six points on the board. To be fair, them yeah. like a couple, a couple of yeah, because they beat San Marino yeah. twice. Right? <laughs> yeah, but like you know, it does say something though, doesn't it? That like, oh, like they're they're the ones who rub their hands against you and nobody. Else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big fan of it. Um, but you know, if England don't get the win against Albania, there is the the pressure will be on because Poland play Andorra, um, and that can at the same time. Yes, exactly. We well, you know, it's um, oh, scenes of, of Graham die. Taylor. <laughs> you would, it would objectively, like even if you are like the biggest England sport, even if you go like home and away and you travel to tournaments, and you've got like maybe your travel even planned for for Qatar, like it would objectively be quite funny if they managed to mess this up <laughs> with one of the games beat... being San, with it being uh, yeah, San Marino. <laughs> sorry, if they didn't beat San Marino. It would ha- it, they would have to sack him on the spot. Well, yeah, if they don't qualify, he'll get sacked. Like, I think that's... <sighs> I mean, that's well, no, he, mutual consent would be, wouldn't it? He would get given no, mutual consent in the world. <laughs> but, like, if you don't be... <laughs> Sorry, listen, look at Gareth. Gareth, you don't he is a brolly. <laughs> yeah, it's for the best, you know. <laughs> and, uh, it's not raining. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he should be sacked in... Disgrace if they don't beat Sam. Even if they're already, qual- I mean, if they don't beat San Marino on Monday, I, like he should be removed from his position. His position becomes untenable. Well, yeah, it, quite. It does. In in fairness, I'm, I'm because that would be the worst football in result in the history of time if England didn't beat San Marino. <laughs> <laughs> what are we saying for England's games then? Is it is it going to be six points from them? Albania will be well, tough. Will, yeah, I, I can see be. another another two nil professional job here, maybe. They'll, yeah, I think two or three, and then they'll, they'll just have the annual 5-0 victory. Yeah, hopefully with Emil Smith-Rowe involved in the goals. Um, he's our Absolutely. best ever of the week. Yeah, I agree, Smith yeah. Rowe. Um, Southgate's written off again. <laughs> yeah, Southgate's written off. Um, <laughs> Emil Smith-Rowe's uh, best ever, and um, we're having a word with Norwich, I guess, going off our, our previous yeah, chat. Yeah. Um, all right, lovely stuff. Well, that's us for another week, and we'll be back after the international break to go through that. There might be some write-offs in teams who, who haven't qualified. There might be some maybe best ever for Denmark if they manage to get 100% record in No goals group. conceded yet either. No goals. Like, that's just nuts. Like, they're oh, really good, yeah. aren't they? So, yeah, Southgate yeah, best ever now because he managed to beat Denmark for me. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. That's too far, that you know. Needed extra time, though. So, really, really, in 90 <laughs> yeah. minutes, it was a draw. <laughs> well, we'll be back to hopefully purr over Denmark's 100% record and 100% defensive record as well. And then we'll be looking ahead to the return of domestic football as well. All that's left for me to say is thanks very much, as ever, for listening. 